Hello friends, this is Stephen from Dream Gun, and we have shows on sale in Dublin and London right now. We are home in Dublin this June the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of The Matrix, Jurassic Park and Titanic at Smock Alley Theatre. Featuring the award-winning ensemble of Tony Cantwell, Ronan Carey, Stephen Culver, that's me, Finbar Doyle, Hannah Manless, Aaron McGathy and Edwin Salmon. Uh, the show's at Smock Alley Theatre and tickets are on sale right now. Head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Meanwhile in London, we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins, but if you're in the future, it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Hi, I'm James. I'm Gavin. And I'm Stephen. And we are Dream Gun. And you are listening to a classic episode of Dream Gun Film Reads. Where we take our favourite movies and then totally rewrite them and put a bunch of jokes and nonsense in them. And then the show is performed by actors and comedians who haven't read the script, so everything you hear is completely unrehearsed. If you enjoy Film Reads, please subscribe to the podcast in your podcast app and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't know what to say in your review, just use it to tell us what film you'd like us to read next. Because we're running out of ideas. (laughs) If you'd like to support the show, there's two ways to do it. You can subscribe to Film Reads on Patreon. Patreon subscribers get early access to episodes, bonus uncut recordings, and tickets to the live show. Or you can see us in person. That's right. If you'd like to see Film Reads live, check out dreamgun.ie for tickets to all of our upcoming shows. Or follow us. We are at Dreamgun and Sons on all the socials. We perform regularly in Dublin and London and at festivals all around the world. Please enjoy Dream Gun Film Reads. Dream Gun. Hello. Great. <laughs> Spider-Man 2002 It's the early 2000s Ghosts are still a myth Len Steal My Sunshine is still top of the charts After 140 weeks at number one Moby still has a full head of hair And goes by his birth name Michael Stipe Mark Zuckerberg still works as an underappreciated janitor In Harvard And iPods are the size of a small iPad The Marvel logo comes up on the screen Oh, what's this? An interesting new production company? A film about a superhero, huh? Okay, I can get on board. Well, I'm open to that, but this will probably be my only chance to see a Spider-Man film on the big screen, so I should go support these underdogs. Who am I? You sure you want to know? The story of my life is not for the faint of heart. Somebody said it was a happy little tale. If somebody told you I was just an average, ordinary guy, not a care in the world, somebody lied. Well, you know, they didn't know it was Spider-Man, so... (laughs) But let me assure you, this, like any story worth telling, is all about a girl. But it's told by and stars a man. (laughs) A Spider-Man. A Mary Jane Watson type sits on the school bus. Mary Jane Watson. She is surrounded by an ocean of huge plaid-shirted jocks with those fisherman hats. They all have names like Xander and Carmen Electra. The girl next door, Mary Jane Watson, with all her defining characteristics and notable personality traits. The woman I've loved since before I even liked girls, before I went to that Bible camp. I like to tell you that's me next to her. Next to her sits Flash Thompson. The biggest fisherman haddiest jock of all. The kind of guy who only listens to CDs with parental advisory stickers on them. Is this our mysterious narrator? No. Wait, who's that 27-year-old man chasing the bus? Why, it's our hero, 17-year-old high school student, Peter Parker. He's got a cool alliterative name like Clark Kent or Kurt Cobain. Hey, stop the bus! I'm going to school too! It's clear that this guy's the lowest rung on the social ladder. Everybody laughs at him, even the nerds and the bus driver who speeds up. Mary Jane takes pity on this old man. Look, just stop the bus! He's been chasing us for like 20 blocks. Stop being funny after 10. The bus driver reluctantly stops the bus, even though it's his job to make sure the underage children get to school safely. Peter gets on. The students jeer as he walks up the aisle. Thank you. I'm sorry I'm late. Let it be. Nickelback would never write a song about him. I hate that guy. Get your own bus, Parker. I wouldn't date him if I had six R's. 
The students arrive at a science lab for their school trip. A fancy car pulls up beside the bus. Inside is wealthy father and son duo, Norman and Harry Osborne. They are made of that shiny protein rich people are made of. Dad, can we drive around the corner, please? Why? The entrance is right there. Right there where those poor people are going in. Look at them, they probably don't even own that bus. These are public school kids. I'm not showing up for the field trip in a Rolls Royce. You want me to go back and get the yacht? Oh, you want me to trade in my car for a little Jetta just because you flunked out of every private school I ever sent you to? It wasn't for me. Of course it was. Don't ever be ashamed of who you are, Harry. A failure who flunked out of every private school I ever sent you to. I'm not ashamed of who I am, I just... It's just what, Harry? Oh, forget it, Dad. Norman forgets everything. <laughs> Harry sulks out of the car and waves to his best friend, Peter. Oh, hey, Pete, you're my best friend. Hey, Harry, great to see you. What buddies? They do nothing but antagonize each other from this point on. <laughs> Norman comes over with Harry's school bag. Harry, won't you be needing this? It's full of wads of cash and silver spoons for your mouth. Uh, thanks, Dad. Uh, Peter, may I introduce my father, Norman Osborne? Peter Parker, I've heard so much about you. Harry tells me you wear glasses. <laughs> it's a great honor to meet you, sir. Harry tells me you're quite the science whiz. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. In that my job is that I, is that I am a scientist. <laughs> I read all your research on nanotechnology and colored goblins. <laughs> really brilliant, tough stuff. You understood it? Yes. Nano means small, and, and goblin means bad monkey. Impressive. Your dead parents must be very proud. <laughs> and uncle, and they are proud of my ill-defined science achievements. Well, hope to see you again. Perhaps some sort of sky battle. <laughs> he doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, not if you're a genius. I think he wants to adopt you. He loves the musical Annie. Harry and Peter are being led on a tour of an advanced spider science lab, which is a thing. Wow, that's amazing. This is the most advanced electron microscope on the eastern seaboard. Man, I bet they can look at spiders really close with this. There are over 32,000 known species of spiders in the world. Each of one possesses varying strengths and abilities. For example, the Delena spider has the ability to jump great distances. Uh, and this species, which are real ripped, they do backflips and they punch bunnies. Cool spider, can I take a picture for the school paper? Flash Thompson shoves Peter. Oh, oh you messed up my photograph. Now the headline will have to be, like, blurry stick. Hey, leave him alone. Oh, what? What's Daddy gonna do? Sue me? Yes, he's rich. He does that. The grass spider hunts using reflexes with nerve condition velocity so fast. Some researchers believe it almost borders on precognition, an imminent awareness of danger, or as we like to call it, Arachno-perception. <laughs> wow, look at all these spiders. Some spiders change colors to blend into their environment. It's a defense mechanism. Oh, Peter, what makes you think I'd want to know that? Knowledge is for idiots. I've looked at every private school my parents have ever sent me to. Peter stares non-nonchalantly over at Mary Jane. <laughs> you gonna talk to her now? Oh no, come on. Me? You talk to her. Highly susceptible to suggestion, Harry immediately walks over to Mary Jane. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, hateful little things. Fuck him, I say. Drown him in, uh, oil. I love her. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, drown him in oil. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, spiders can change their color to blend into their environment. Really? This, must wanna, this one must have been in a uh, spider-colored environment. <laughs> yeah, it's a defense mechanism. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Peter Parkey, and my parents died. <laughs> oh, that could have been me! <laughs> to encode an entirely, gen entirely new genome, combining the genetic information from all these 15 genetically designed super spiders. And they're just super. The best. Uh, there's 14. I beg your pardon? One's missing. Huh. I guess the researchers are working on that one. I'm not going to verify that, though. Uh, we run a loose ship around here. <laughs> Did you know this is the largest electron microscope in the Eastern Seaboard? He's right. That kid's smart. Real smart. Any girl would be fool not to go out with him. That's right, I'm the best. Harry walks off. Hey, can I take your picture? 
I need one with a student in it. For scale. Last time I forgot and they thought the spiders were real big and called the police. Um. Uh, sure. I just kind of do whatever people tell me to do. Great. Uh, that's great. Uh, this paper's gonna sell a million copies with photos like this of a girl and some spiders and a microscope. Yo, MJ, let's go. Mary Jane leaves because she's at the mercy, mercy of the men in her life. Thanks. Peter watches mournfully as the girl he's loved since he was six years old walks away with the man who makes his life a living hell. Then he is bitten by a spider and becomes Spider-Man. Ouch. Meanwhile at Oscorp, a weapons research facility, Norman Osborne is overseeing a test of some very specific military hardware. It's like a drone you can surf on. Really appeals to a younger demographic. We finally solved the horizontal glide, so now it goes sideways as well as up. I've already seen the glider. That's not what I'm here for. General, it's good to see you again. Always a pleasure to have the chairman of the board pay us a little visit. I see Dr. Strom has been showing you our cool glider. I want to see the progress report on human performance enhancers. Uh, we tried va vapor inhalation with rodent, rodent subjects. Uh, when they vaped it, they showed an 800% increase in strength. 800%? That's excellent. That's almost nine times as much strength. <laughs> Any side effects? In one trial, yes. Uh, that was an aberration. All these tests have since been successful. Trust me, it's a great gas. It's green. You're gonna love it. <laughs> In the trial that went wrong, what happened? What were the side effects? Uh, violence, aggression, and insanity. Also, the, the rats turned into little goblin men. <laughs> what do you recommend? That was only one test. With the exception of Dr. Strom, our entire staff certifies the product to be ready for human testing. Those rats were just goblins when we got them. <laughs> Dr. Strom? We need to take the whole line back to formula. Back to formula? Dr. Osborne... I'm gonna be frank with you. I never supported your program. I think it's a bad program and I don't watch it. Norman, the general gave the go-ahead for Quest Aerospace to build a prototype of their exoskeleton design. They test in two weeks. And if your so-called performance enhancers have not won a single top-level cycling tournament and devalued the sports for millions by that date, I'm gonna pull your funding. I'm gonna give it to Quest Aerospace. Ooh, I hate those Quest Aerospace eggheads. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Peter's house, a very much alive Uncle Ben is looking through the job posting in a physical newspaper because this is set in the past. Oh, Ben, you'll get another job somewhere. Well, let's look at the paper and see. All right, wanted ads. What do we got here? Computer salesman, computer engineer, computer fisherman, android butler, drone, hover glider scientist, Tron, computer analyst. My lord, even the computers need analysts these days. I'm 68. I'm too old for computers, and besides, I have a family to provide for. I, I can't feed my family microchips. <laughs> I love you, and Peter loves you. You're the most responsible man I've ever known. We've been down and out before, but somehow we survive. Well, I do. <laughs> Peter enters looking sickly. You're just in time for dinner. Uncle Ben is making his patented sweet and sour sauce. Hey, how you doing, buddy? How'd the field trip go? Uh, I don't feel well. I'm gonna go to sleep. You won't have a bite? No, thanks. Had a bite. Do you get some pictures, Peter? Yeah, I'm feeling cool. Talk to you later. Everything's fine. <laughs> what was that all about? Fuck no. <laughs> Feeling radioactively unwell, Peter goes to bed instead of telling anyone he was bitten by an escaped spider. He slams his bedroom door and passes out on the floor and has a fugish dream about skeletons and expensive-looking shots of his DNA. This could just be routine for him. We've never seen him at his home before. Coincidentally, on the exact same night, Peter gets his spider powers. Norman tests experimental goblin gas on himself. Dr. Osborne, please, the performer hunters aren't ready. The data just doesn't justify this test. We can't do this. Don't be a coward. 
Risks are part of laboratory science. Even Einstein drank his own potions first. If you just give me... <laughs> just give me two weeks! <laughs> two weeks! In two weeks we'll have lost a contract to Quest and Oscorp will be dead. Sometimes you gotta do things yourself. 40,000 years of evolution and we barely tapped the vastness of human potential. It's been way more than 40,000 years. <laughs> I don't know where this guy's getting his numbers. Norman is strapped down, gets a face full of gas and turns into the Green Goblin. Norman! Norman! Oh my God! He grabs Dr. Strom by the throat. Back to formula! He tosses Dr. Strom through an indoor window. Later, Peter wakes to find an incredibly buff body in place of the CGI nerd one he had the night before. He must have done too many push-ups and passed out. He puts on his glasses, but they only make things worse, so he throws them away forever. Weird. The vast physical changes that can be seen on Peter's body only makes you wonder how many horrible internal mutations the film isn't addressing. Like all the grotesque glands and such that now pulse inside him. Hey, Peter? Yeah? Are you all right? I thought I heard muscles in there. I'm fine. Any better this morning? Any change? Change? Yeah. Big change. Peter looks down towards his pants. His trousers must have changed too. Maybe they got longer. Well, hurry up, you're gonna be late. Peter high-fives a can of Dr. Pepper and goes 68 cartwheels down the stairs. Goodness me! Jeez, I, I thought you were sick. I got better, bye guys! Peter jumps out the window. Teenagers. <laughs> Raging hormones, they never change. Except when they change entirely at a genetic level overnight. <laughs> On his way to school, Peter spots Mary Jane and begins following her, making sure to walk a few meters behind her with his mouth slightly open. Objectively, this is not okay, but Peter's sheer raw charisma elevates it to just a bit weird. He practices what he's going to say to her out loud, a thing that I don't think anyone's ever done in real life. Hi, MJ. Hey, MJ. I don't know if you realize this, but we've been neighbors since I was six. It's for you as well. And I was wondering if we could get together sometime. Yo, MJ, I got the car. Hop in, baby. Vrum, vrum. I'm an alpha. Let's drive the Let's the engine and do some wheelies. Well, no one else is engaging me in conversation, so sure. Peter watches them drive off to have underage kissing, but he's got spider eyes. So it looks like they're in a kaleidoscope. A kaleidoscope that's filling up with tears. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at our favorite pointy-faced CEO's mansion, Norman is passed out on the floor. Harry, desperate for paternal love, tries to wake his father. Oh, Dad, Dad, are you all right? Harry? What are you doing on the floor? I, I, I don't know. I, I must have done too many push-ups and passed out. <laughs> you been there all night? Last night I was... What? Well, I, I, I went into the lab. Dr. Strom was there, then... Then I remember using this performance enhancer on myself. After that, I... I remember killing Dr. Strong. And then I... I came home and laid down on the floor. But after that, I... Norman Osborne coughs out a puff of green smoke. Norman! Uh, my, my dad's not feeling well. Norman, Norman. <laughs> Dr. Strom is dead. What? They found his body this morning in the lab. It's been murdered. What are you talking about? And the flight suit and the glider? What about them? They've been stolen, along with a dozen Oscorp pens. <laughs> Damn! I bet it's those ne'er-do-wells over at Quest. <laughs> We're back with Peter. He's at the school cafeteria. Mary Jane is walking past with her lunch tray. Suddenly she slips. Her milk, apple, and gruel fly into the air. <laughs> Using his honed reflexes, he catches all of her lunch with the tray, oh like a God. spider would do. <laughs> wow, great reflex, 
boxes, thanks. No problem. Peter realises his hand is stuck to the bottom of his lunch tray by some sticky substance. Possibly yoghurt. In an effort to get it off, he tosses the lunch tray and it smacks into the back of Flash Thompson's head. This does not go down well with Mr. Thompson. You think you're pretty funny, don't you, freak? Flash, it was just an accident. My fist breaking your teeth, that's the accident. But that'll be on purpose. Come on, Flash, stop! I don't want to fight you, Flash. I wouldn't want to fight me neither. It would probably end in a draw. (laughs) Actually, I'd probably win, because I'm top dog. Flash was obviously bitten by a radioactive asshole. Did you know spiders are the biggest electron microscope? Peter expertly dodges Flash's jabs, then hits him with one big punch, crushing his lungs and sending him disappearing into the distance, and he makes a ping noise. Peter, that was amazing. Confused about his new body, Peter runs into an alleyway where where he realises he has tiny harpoons on the back of his hands and climbs up the wall on the front of his hands. He jumps from roof to roof in shots clearly reused from the Matrix, which by this stage was out of copyright, as all records were erased during Y2K. Peter stops at a ledge and tries to trick his body into firing Webb out of his wrist. Come on! Go, Webb, go! Superman! Fly! Up, up, and away, Webb! David Mitchell! Go, go! Go, Webb, go! Eventually, he figures out the web fires when he does the devil horns thing, but without the thumb, which is obvious, really. He gets all woozy from producing webs, and he has to go eat eight sandwiches to replace the protein he's lost. After the sandwiches, he hears the lyrical sounds of Mary Jane's dad being abusive to her. You're as stupid as your mother! Lousy broad! She runs onto the lawn. Were you listening to that? No. Well, I heard, but I was just taking out the trash. (laughs) I guess you can always hear us. It's one of your senses. (laughs) Everybody shades. I shade sometimes. Ah! Ah! Look! I'm doing it now, and I don't even hate my daughter. Listen, MJ, about today at school with Flash. You really freaked us out. You did a lot of backflips. I'm sorry. I probably could have done less. (laughs) Is Flash okay? He's just happy you didn't give him a black eye for graduation. You just shattered his spine. Nothing caused by it. So, um, where are you going after you graduate? I want to move into the city. Get a job as a photographer. Maybe sling some pizza. Fight an octopus. (laughs) Grow a fringe. You know, city stuff. What about you? Headed for the city, too. Can't wait to get out of here. I wanna... What? Never mind. No, come on. (laughs) Try me. I'm really good at nodding. (laughs) I wanna act on stage. But you know, like a real stage. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. You were awesome in all the school plays. Really? Yeah, I cried like a baby when you played Cinderella. Though I thought your viola in Twelfth Night was passive and a touch nevish. (laughs) Peter, that was the first grade! Sometimes you know people. You can just see what's coming. What do you see coming for you? I don't know. Whatever it is, it's something I've never felt before. Halloween bombs, maybe? (laughs) And what for me? (laughs) For you? You're gonna light up Broadway. And without lights, how are people going to see the actors? (laughs) Thanks, Peter. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you're taller than you look. Mary Jane is wrong. He is exactly as tall as he looks. He is, however, older than he looks. Flash Thompson arrives in a sweet new car. Hey, MJ, come take a ride in my new birthday present. I'll give you a hint. It's a car. (laughs) Come on. I gotta go. Bye. Oh my god, it's gorgeous! Look at all those wheels! Yeah, I used to think there were four, but I forgot about this steering one. (laughs) 
Peter watches MJ enjoying a car and decides to buy one so she'll kiss him on the lips. He searches through newspaper listings but finds that cars cost money, which he doesn't have. Right below that, he notices an ad for a wrestling tournament and seemingly can't remember any other ways humans make money. He quickly designs a terrible wrestling costume. Meanwhile, in the living room... Something's bothering him. Maybe he's too embarrassed to tell me what it is. Maybe I'm too embarrassed to ask him. Maybe he's too embarrassed to tell me to ask him what it is. I just don't know anymore. I'm going to the library with my wrestling costume. I'll see you later. Oh, wait, I'll, I'll drive you there, buddy. It's cool. I'll take the train. I'm getting my keys. Really, just stay here. Put your feet up. No, I, I need the exercise. Right, yeah, okay, yeah. Go on. Go, go, go. Uncle Ben and nephew Peter arrive at the wrestling stadium. So this is the library. You know, back in my day, libraries had pictures of books on them instead of photos of wrestlers. Cool story. Thanks for the ride. Uh, now, uh, wait a minute. We need to talk. Oh, what do we have to talk about? Why now? We can talk later. We have your whole life ahead of you. <laughs> Peter, look, you're changing. I know. I went through exactly the same thing at your age. Covering my room in web. Clogging the drain with egg sacks. These are the years when a man changes into the man he's gonna be for the rest of his life. Just be careful who you change into. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. To be clear, that's the great power of being an awkward teen. Quit worrying about me, okay? I know I'm not your father. Then stop pretending to be. Stop doing the voice. <laughs> Uncle Ben dies a little on the inside before fully dying on the outside later. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll pick you up. I'll, I'll be your ten. <laughs> we cut to the sweaty, noisy wrestling ring of the NYWL, which probably stands for New York Wrestling Lobster. The atmosphere is electric, like a toaster. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Bonesaw McGraw. For $3,000, is there no one here man enough to stay here in the ring for three minutes with this titan of testosterone, this Adonis of steroids, this Hercules of being jacked? Are you ready? Hey, it's me, it's Bonesaw. Uh, Bonesaw is ready. Please enter the arena. If you can withstand just three minutes with Bonesaw McGraw, the sum of $3,000 will be paid to... What's your name, kid? The Human Spider. Uh, the Human Spider, that's it? That's the best you got? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. How about uh, Stan Lee's Arachnoboy, the eight-armed wonder of Queens? <laughs> the sum of $3,000 will be paid to the terrifying, the deadly, the amazing Spider-Man. My name's the Human Spider. Will I have to change my bank account details? Peter enters the ring and immediately Spider-Man's onto the wall. Hey, what's what you doing up there? Bonesaw can't go up there. <laughs> Staying away from you. That's a cute outfit. Did your husband give it to you? That's our hero, old gay bashing Spider-Man. <laughs> Enraged by this homophobic slur, Bonesaw goes to attack Spider-Man but gets beaten unconscious and possibly to death. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the new champion Spider-Man. Later in the back room, the wrestling promoter slides Peter a crisp $100 bill as payment. All right, now get out of here. A hundred bucks? The ad's the at 3,000. Is it because of the homophobic slur? Because that wasn't my intention. I was implying that he was a woman. Well... <laughs> check, check it again, Webheb. I said three grand for three minutes. You pinned him a two. For that, I give you 100. By my estimation, that's two-thirds. So you're lucky to get that. I need that money. I need to buy a sex car. <laughs> I missed the part where that's my problem. As Peter leaves, a crime man enters and points a gun at the promoter. Oh. Put the money in the what? bag, hurry up! What the hell? The crime man comes running out of the office with a sack of money and the promoter in tow. Hey, stop that guy, he's got my money! Peter steps aside, letting the crime man into the elevator because he is a gentleman. <laughs> Thanks! What the hell's the matter with you? You could have taken that guy apart. Or at least inferred he was gay. <laughs> now he's gonna get away with my money. 
I missed the part where that's my problem. On the street, Peter sees a crowd of people surrounding Uncle Ben, who's lying on the ground injured. Peter approaches a nearby cop. That's my uncle. What, what happened? Carjacker. Thought he was a car. Tried to jack him. We, uh, we just called the paramedics. They said he's not going to make it. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Hey, da. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, Uncle Ben. Hey, da. Un- uncle Ben. Uncle Ben dies in Peter's arms. No, Uncle Ben, you can't die. What was it you said earlier about powder and reciprocity? They found the shooter. He, he's headed south on fifth. We got three cars in pursuit. Oh, uh, sorry, I, I shouldn't have told you that. I, I thought you were the chief. Peter tracks the crime man back to a big, empty, abandoned warehouse where he lives, probably. Who's there? Don't hurt me. Just give me a chance. Just give me a chance. What about my uncle? Did you give him a chance? Did you? No. Peter pushes him. Peter pushes him into the light. His face, it's so familiar, as if he's seen it before. Peter's agile mind flashes through all the faces he's known. I flunked out of every school my father sent me to. Peter Parker, I've heard so much about. I only date bullies. Where did I put that spider? Anything about computers, Peter's sure taking his sweet time at this wrestling match. Stop that guy. Thanks for letting me by and not stopping me. That's where I know you from. You're the criminal. The crime man pulls a gun and points it at Peter's face, his only weak spot. See ya. Peter grabs the gun out of his hand and breaks his wrist, one of his many weak spots. The crime man stumbles backwards and he trips over a pipe. He falls out the window and dies. Peter is definitely responsible. Later, the general stands excitedly at Quest Aerospace's test site. Great to be here for this test launch. Let's see what the exoskeleton can do. I'm very confident about this test, Jerry. I'm not gonna lie, nothing would please me more than to put Norman Osborn out of business. Wait a minute, what's that greenish goblinly object closing in fast? Oh no! The green goblin flies in. He flies in on his glider and explodes the general and everyone else. Later, on graduation day, Aunt May and Norman and Norman watch the kids graduate. Oh, Peter, darling, I'm so proud of you. You look so handsome up there. Thank you. Hey, uh, Pete, good news. My father got us a free gentrified place in downtown New York, so we're all set for Friday. Uh, Oh, that's great. (laughs) You made it, son. It's not the first time I've been proven wrong. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, Dad. Peter, the science award, that's terrific. Yeah, just the general science award, you know, like science. <laughs> Listen, I know this has been a difficult time for you, but I want to try, I want you to try and enjoy this day. Commencement, the day, the end of one thing, the start of something new. It was my calendar's word of the day. <laughs> Mary Jane and Flash have realized they have a toxic relationship. I don't want to be with you anymore. Here's your ring. Wait, they were engaged? <laughs> You know what? Whatever. You're lost. Little does Mary Jane know, the Flash goes on to become the well-known superhero, the college asshole. You're like a brother to Harry. That makes you like a son to me. So your aunt would be my sister. (laughs) You ever need anything? Anything at all, just give me a call. Just don't call me at work. Some handsome goblin smashed it up. Peter and Aunt May arrive home. I missed him a lot today. I know. I miss him too. But he was there, underground. (laughs) In his box. (laughs) I know. I I can't help thinking about the last thing I said to him. Oh no, you've been shot. (laughs) You loved him, and he loved you. He never doubted the man you'd grow into. How you were meant for great things. You won't disappoint them, Peter. 
Peter sews a much better Spider-Man costume. The kind you'd need like a team of costume designers to build. Like these are really complex fabrics. Did he rent manufacturing machines or what's going on? I mean, years of fashion design and experience went into this state-of-the-art, form-fitting, expertly tailored, flexible, flexible suit that has no visible seams or loose threads. It's like perfect. Peter takes to the streets and begins stopping crimes. A cavalcade of classic New Yorkers give their New York opinions on Spider-Man. Later, at the Daily Bugle, editor J. Jonah Jameson reads the front page. He's a newspaper man, like Clark Kent or Kurt Cobain. Who is Spider-Man? He's a criminal, that's who he is. A vigilante, a public menace. Why is he on my front page? As the editor, he should really know what's on the front page. off that subway car. Sure, from a wreck you probably caused, I get my news from the highest authority. Guesses. Something goes wrong in this creepy crawler is there. Look at that, he's fleeing the scene. What's that tell you? He's not fleeing, he's probably going to save somebody else. He's a hero. Then why do you wear a mask, hmm? What's he got to hide? His face, probably. <laughs> we sold out four printings. Sold out? Every copy. 90% of the paper is now ads for expensive cars and wrestling competitions. Tomorrow morning, Spider-Man, page one. Ten things Spider-Man doesn't want you to know. With decent pictures this time. The problem is we don't have a decent picture. Eddie's been on it for weeks. We can barely get a glimpse of him. We've had to reuse stopped photos of a family having a picnic. And people are beginning to wonder when he's going to finish that sandwich. Oh, what is it, shy? You can get a picture of Julia Roberts in a thong, we can certainly get a picture of this weirdo. And she can jump twice as high. Put it out on the front page. Cash. Brackets. Money for a picture of Cider-Man. And then put some clip art of money so they know we're serious. If he doesn't want to be famous, I'll make him infamous. Back on street level, Mary Jane leaves a diner. Peter approaches. Hey. Buzz off! MJ, it's me. Spider. Peter. Peter. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I thought you were Elijah Wood. Um, <laughs> what are you doing around here? You know, I'm begging for a job. How about you? Oh, um, I'm actually headed to an audition. It's clear to everyone but Peter that she's lying. She's not known for being astute, and he's known for being Spider-Man. An audition, so you're acting now. Yeah, uh, I work steady. In fact, I just got off a job. That's great, MJ. You're doing it. Living your dream. Enrique, the hardened chef with a heart of gold, shouts from the diner. Hey, counter girl, your draw was short six dollars. Excuse me, Miss Watson. I'm talking to you. Hey. Yeah, yes, Enrique. Okay, I guess you. Look, I know you keep, uh, you have aspirations and all, I'm just asking you not to steal from the till. I can't keep, I can't keep a raise in the security tape. <laughs> like, you, if, if you need money, just, you know. Yes, okay, don't steal, I get it. Jeez. <laughs> um, Mary roll Jane rolls her eyes. <laughs> don't roll your eyes at me. Mary Jane unrolls her eyes. Some dream, huh? That's nothing to be embarrassed about. Broadway directors are renowned for being difficult. <laughs> just don't... Just don't tell Harry. Don't tell Harry? Don't you guys live together? We're going out. Didn't he tell you? Oh, yeah, you're that Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> I, I think he'd hate the idea of me waiting tables and stealing. <laughs> he'd think it was low or something. It's not low. You have a job. You know, Harry doesn't live on a little place I like to call Earth. That's a real zinger, Pete. <laughs> well, thanks, sir. We ought to catch up sometime. I'll come by and have some of your shitty diner coffee someday. And I won't tell Harry. No, don't tell Harry. Yeah, I won't tell Harry. Don't Jesus. <laughs> Harry and Norman are in the boys' new New York apartment. Peter arrives. Uh, Storman Norman's making his weekly inspection. Spent half of it on the phone talking about suspicious murders. <laughs> you all right? You look like you just got second place at the science fair. I was late for work and Dr. Connors fired me. Oh, you were late again? You really shouldn't have stopped off at that science fair. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. Where, where'd you go all the time? Hey, you're looking for a job now, right? Dad, maybe, maybe you can help him out. Sure, I'll make a few calls. I have a pocket phone. <laughs> I couldn't accept it. I, I'd like to earn what I can get. I can find my own work. I respect that. Go and make it on your own steam while living in an apartment I pay for. That's 
Peter looks through the newspaper for another wrestling ad, but notices they're offering money for photos of Spider-Man, who he is. Later, Peter lets a robbery happen, up to a point so he can take a photo of him foiling it. He waits until a guard is hit in the face just before stepping in, which is really not on. He brings the photos to J. Jonah Jameson, and they are the best photos ever. They're crap, crap, crap. Make it crap. I'll give you two dollars in this packet of Smarties. That's standard freelance fee. That seems a little low. Take them somewhere else, then. Uh, sir, your wife said that the towel you want uh, in the foyer is out of stock. Tell her we're getting a divorce and send her a packet of Smarties. <laughs> Sit down, Parker. Give me that. I'll give you three hundred dollars. Tear up page one. Run that photo instead. Headline: Spider-Man, hero or pedophile? <laughs> Exclusive Daily Bugle photos. What? He's a hero. Tell you what, Atticus, you take the pictures, I'll make up the headlines, okay? All right, I've got it. New headline. Crazy Spider-Man buys sex dungeon, fills it with pasta sauce. How many words is that? Hyphenate pasta sauce. I'd like a job, sir. No jobs. Freelance. Best thing in the world for a kid your age. Jobs bridge. Unpaid internship. Get some anxiety into you. No solid footing, that's what I say. Bring me some more shots of that newspaper selling clown, maybe. I'll take them off your hands. Got it? Got it. You want photos of some sort of newspaper selling plan. But I never said you have a job. Me. I'll send you a box of Christmas meat. <laughs> Best I can do. It's July. Christmas meat's good all year round. Now get out of here. Bring me some more selfies of Spider-Man. <laughs> Later, at the Oscorp board meeting, Norman and other board members sit at a shiny table celebrating, having just gotten permission to drill for oil under a children's hospital. <laughs> As of today, Oscorp Industries has surpassed Quest Aerospace as the principal supplier to the United States military. In short, ladies and gentlemen of the board, costs are down, revenues are up, and our suits are made entirely out of cocaine. Wonderful news, Norman. Wonderful. In fact, it's the reason for selling the company. What? Yes. Quest Aerospace is recapitalizing in the wake of the bombing, expanding. They've made a tender offer we can't ignore. It was just so tender. <laughs> <laughs> but the deal is off. <laughs> oh, you, you come with it. The board expects you to tender your resignation in 30 days. Okay, okay. You can't do this to me. I started this company. It's even got my name, Norman Oscorp. <laughs> you know how much I sacrificed? I cleared out my den to make room for that glider. I had to get rid of the pool table. Oh, Max, please. Norman, the board is unanimous. We're announcing the sale after the World Unity Festival. We all have one more day out to see the parade with the big floats as a family. <laughs> but after that, you're history. You're out, Norman. Am I? Yes, after the after <laughs> Harry and Mary Jane stand on a balcony watching Macy Gray perform at the World Unity Festival. The Macy Gray's Day Parade takes place once a year to give Macy Gray something to do. Giant floating copyrighted cartoon characters filled with helium patrol the sky. But Harry doesn't seem to notice. MJ, why didn't you wear the black dress? It's just, I wanted to impress my father. He loves black. I told you, he loves dark, sinister things. Black and spooky ghouls and such. Well, maybe he'll be impressed no matter what. You think I'm pretty? I think you're beautiful, and... Yeah, that's about it. Oh, hi, Mr. Chairman. Uh, have you seen my father around? Oh, well, I, I haven't seen him, but I'm sure wherever he is, he's standing on the ground. Wearing black. Wait a minute, what is that? They see Norman flying towards them in the sky wearing green. <laughs> Must be a new float this year to celebrate the glider man who throws bombs. Wait a minute, that's our glider! Out, am I? Yes! The goblin throws a special skeleton grenade that turns them all into skeletons. All except Harry and Mary Jane, who must be wearing lead-lined clothes. The balcony cracks. Mary Jane plummets, but Spider-Man swings in to save her and everyone, except for the skeletons, who he wasn't into as much. On the ground, an old man selling hot dogs jumps right into the front of frame, and he saves two children from falling debris. 
The camera lingers on him and really wants us to get a good look at him. Out of the way, kids! <laughs> Anybody can be a hero. I don't get it. I don't get it. What's going on? Who is this old man? Be true to yourself. That's the most important thing. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, the Green Goblin flies away. We'll meet again, Spider-Man! Spider-Man leaves Mary Jane down on someone's private roof garden instead of the ground. He goes to leave, stranding her there. Wait, who are you? You know who I am. I do? The friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, I did know that. We're in Harry and Peter's apartment. Harry is on the phone to MJ. Incredible? What do you mean he's incredible? You mean like, oh, incredible. Like, like you don't believe him or... Oh, all right, incredible. Okay, stay there. I'm, I'm gonna come over. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come... Wait, he was wearing a skin-tight skin spider, what? Hold up, what do you mean kiss him, you wanna kiss him upside down? What do you mean arouse beyond belief? Look, uh, call me in the morning and uh, I, I wanna buy you something. Because I want to. All right, uh, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs. Confused and aroused, Mary Jane hangs up. She's all right, she's just a little aroused. Uh, <laughs> Pete, I, I should have I told you about us being, me and MJ. After all, you've always liked her and she's never expressed any interest in you. But you should know that I'm crazy about her. It's just, you know, you never made a move. You just followed her from a distance a few times with your mouth open. That's my move. <laughs> what do you think that dad-shaped goblin thing was anyway? <laughs> I don't know, whatever it is, somebody has to stop it. Norman stands in his whispery house, which is filled with masks he has culturally misappropriated from various countries. He is slowly going insane. Somebody there? Whisper, whisper. His goblin mask, resting on a chair, responds. Somebody? Wait, is the goblin mask one of his African masks? What tribe have bulletproof masks with mechanical eyelids? Who, who said that? Don't play innocent with me. You've known all along. Where are you? Follow the cold shiver running down your spine. I'm right here. I don't understand. My, my back pocket? <laughs> Did you think it was a coincidence? So many good things all happening for you. All for you, Norman. I thought it was just because I made that vision board. <laughs> what do you want? To say what you won't. To do what you can't. Like call your mother. Sing a song. Kiss Cameron Diaz, etc. Mask stuff. <laughs> and to remove those in your way. The board members, you... You killed them. We killed them. We? <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah, we killed. Remember your little accident in the laboratory? The performance enhancers? How do you think you won that cycling tournament? Me! Your greatest creation. Bringing you what you've always wanted. Fly, flying around at parades. Killing people willy-nilly. And it's only the beginning. There's only one who can stop us. Or oh, imagine if he joined us. The Green Goblin and Spider-Man together. Think of the headlines. Later, Peter sits with J. Jonah Jameson in his office. Spider-Man and the Mint Monster. The Chartreuse Demon. The Green Goblin. You like that? Made it up myself. These weirdos all gonna have names now. Mr. Spider- Mr. Jameson, Spider-Man. Betty! Yeah? Call the patent office. Copyright the name James Bond. I want a quarter every time the Green Goblin says it. Spider-Man wasn't attacking the city. He was trying to save it. That's slander. It is not. I resent that. Slander is spoken. In print, it's libel. <laughs> and Parker, you keep tagging yourself in these photos. How many times do I have to tell you it's not you, it's Spider-Man? <laughs> You don't trust anyone, that's your problem. I trust my barber. What are you, his lawyer? You're not his barber, are you? <laughs> Let him sue. Get rich like a normal person, that's what made this country. <clears throat> if this city hadn't sued Santa Claus, we would have never had that miracle on 34th Street. <laughs> if Kramer hadn't sued Kramer, we wouldn't have Seinfeld. Now get out of here. Suddenly the wall explodes and the green goblin bursts through. Oh. <laughs> Jamison, you slime! 
Who's the photographer who keeps taking the pictures of Spider-Man? I don't know who he is. I just got him in the Sony League. <laughs> Peter sneaks out of the room, changes into his Spider-Man costume, and then enters through the hole the Green Goblin made in the wall. Set him down, tough guy. Speak of the devil. Spider-Man. Spider-Man! I knew you two were in this together. Is this part of your clever plan where one of you would come in pretending to be looking for Spider-Man and then Spider-Man would show up and... <laughs> hey, kiddo, let mom... <laughs> Sleep. Uh, Green Goblin sleep gasses Spider-Man and carries him away like an emasculated sleeping angel. This confirms Jameson's suspicions that this is a weird pantomime. Wake up, little spider, wake up. No, you're not dead. Just paralyzed. Temporarily. You're an amazing creature, Spider-Man. You and I are not so different. I'm not like you. You're a murderer. I don't kill people. I just let them trip over pipes and fall out windows. Well, to each his own. You know, the people say that a hero can save us. Not gonna stand here waiting. I hold on to the wind. Watch as we all fly away. And the watching up, watching the watching up. Sorry. I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm really getting quite insane. <laughs> anyway, the, the people found you amusing for a while. The people in this city had a chuckle at your expense. The New Yorker did a satirical sketch of you web-slinging from the Nasdaq Index. <laughs> I didn't get it, but I laughed. <laughs> but the one thing they love more than a hero is to see a hero fail, fall, die trying. In spite of everything you've done for them, eventually they will tire of you and Marvel will get the rights back. <laughs> Why fucking bother? Because it's right. I'm offering you a choice. Join me. Imagine what we could accomplish together. What we could create. I could fly, you could sit on my shoulders and people would be like, what's that? I've never seen that before. <laughs> destroy, cause the deaths of countless of innocents in a selfish battle again and again and again every Saturday morning until we're both dead. Is that what you want? Anyway, both good options, so think about it. He flies away into space, probably. Later, Peter bumps into Mary Jane. Hey, it's me again. How was your audition? They said I needed acting lessons. <laughs> $7.95. I'd like a cheeseburger. Oh, but I'm going to dinner with Harry, and he only eats $8 burgers. <laughs> um, come with us. No, thanks. Uh, how's it going with... <sighs> Never mind. It's none of my business. Is he a gentle lover? <laughs> uh, why so interested? I'm not. You're not? Well, why would I be? <laughs> I don't know. Why, you, why would you be? I'm not. I... I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you won't come with us. I better run, tiger. It's Peter. <laughs> she walks into a sinister alley. Scored by Danny Elfman and is attacked by some West Side street toughs. Uh, scored by Leonard Bernstein. Suddenly, Spider-Man drops down and beats them up like Batman would have done. Surrounded by romantic thug bodies, Spider-Man hangs upside down beside Mary Jane. You have a knack for getting in trouble. You're amazing. The real heroes are the brave men and women in uniform who risk their lives every day. You know, street performers. Do I get to say thank you this time? Mary Jane kisses Spider-Man like a submarine captain kisses his periscope. Winning the 2002 MTV Popcorn Award for Most Creative Kiss. The next day, all is well in Manhattan. But wait, there's a building on fire! Spider-Man searches the burning building and finds a woman hunched in the corner wearing a shawl. She is covering her face, but it's clear she is very beautiful. The woman turns around, but it's not a woman at all, but a man. A green gob man. He punches Spider-Man. 
You're pathetically predictable. Like the lottery or James, Ca James Cameron's Titanic. What about my generous proposal? Are you in or are you out? It's you who's out, Gobby. Out of your mind. Ugh. Ugh. No one says no to me. Unless the question is, are you going to say no to me? The goblin throws a bunch of spinning blades at Spider-Man, who dodges them with an expensive slow-motion backflip. One of them cuts open his arm, so he leaves. The goblin really should have used the undodgeable skeleton bombs. Uh, there's no way of backflipping your way out of being a skeleton. Later, Aunt May and Mary Jane are in Harry's apartment. Mary Jane is goofing around. Oh, MJ, will you stop goofing around? Harry, relax. It's just goofing. Norman enters. Aunt May! I'm sorry I'm late. Work was murder. Figuratively, I don't consider murder work. I picked up a fruitcake. Uh, I'd like you to meet my father, Norman Osborne. Dad, this is my girlfriend, MJ, the uh, crown prince of pop. How do you do? I've been looking forward... I've, I've been looking forward to meeting you. Ah! A black dress. I'm very impressed. Well, she's got the green light from me. See you later. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. sir. Now, where is Peter? He better remember that darn cranberry sauce. Peter enters. Hey, everyone. Sorry I'm late. It's a jungle out there. You know, you Nork. Beep, beep. It's all bagels in the grid system. <laughs> Thank you. Now then, everybody sit down and we can say grace. Why, Peter, you're bleeding. Aunt May pulls back Peter's sleeve, revealing a goblin blade wound to everyone in the room. <gasps> oh, yeah. I stepped off a curb and got clipped by one of those bike messengers. How did you say that happened? Bike messenger, delivering serrated spinning blades. <laughs> if you'll excuse me, I've, I've got to be going. Norman gets up to leave. Obviously, oh. he's figured out Aunt May is Spider-Man. <laughs> Why? Uh, something's come to my attention. What, are you all right? I'm fine, just fine. I just remembered I have tickets to WrestleMania. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Parker, Mary Jane, Spider-Man, everyone. Uh, enjoy the fruitcake. Norman walks out into the corridor. Harry follows him. Dad, Dad, what are you doing? This girl, she's important to me. Harry, please, look at her. Do you think a woman like that is sniffing around because she likes your personality? What are you saying, Dad? Can't you just believe that she likes me because I'm super hot? I'm like, I'm like Dave Franco hot. Your mother was beautiful, too. They're all beautiful until they're snarling after your trust fund like ravenous wolves. You're wrong about her, Dad. I never said anything about her, Dad. <laughs> Why to the not-so-wise about your little girlfriend? Do what you need to do to her, then broom her fast. Norman leaves. Harry returns to the room looking for a broom. <laughs> Sticking up for me, Harry. You, you heard? Hey, does anyone know what broomer fast means? Because I, I googled it and I only found references to him saying it just there. <laughs> Everyone heard that creep. Hey, that creep is my father, all right. If I'm lucky, I'll become half of what he is. Just a pair of legs and a hoverboard. <laughs> so just, just keep your mouth shut about things that you don't understand. Later, Norman is lounging on his floor, having another heart-to-heart -heart with his goblin mask. Spider-Man is all but invincible. As long as he keeps running away, he's unbeatable. But why did I do this? The we can destroy Parker. I can't. Betrayal must not be countenance. Parker must be educated. Well, what do I do? Instruct him in the matters of loss and pain. Make him suffer. Make him wish he was dead. Yes? And then grant his wish. But what if his wish is a different wish? <laughs> the cunning warrior attacks neither body nor mind. Tell me how. The heart, Osborne. First, we attack his heart. I meant his aunt. I, we attack his aunt. <laughs> Aunt May lays at her bedside, praying to a god of some sort. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us, Lord. The goblin explodes through the window. Deliver us. Ah! 
Aunt May is being rushed to the emergency room with Peter in tow. Is she going to be okay? What happened? I think you have a line, Aunt May. knows who I am. So the goblin burst in and spooked her. That was his plan? <laughs> Later, Peter sits at Aunt May's side as she lies unconscious in a hospital bed. Will she be okay? She's gonna be fine. She just looks like that because she's old. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Have you talked to Harry? I haven't called him back. Fact is, I'm in love with someone else. Again? I mean, you are? <laughs> at least I think I am. This isn't the time to talk about it. No, go on. Would, would I know his name, this guy? Peter leans nonchalantly over Aunt May's unconscious body. <laughs> You'll think I'm some stupid little girl with a crush. He saved my life twice, and I've only ever seen the bottom half of his face. <laughs> oh, him. I understand. He's extremely cool. He's got a creative zen and a Blink-182 poster above his bed. I get it. But do you think it's true, all the terrible things they say about him? I read that he sucks the juices from his victims and he didn't like Birdman. No, no, not Spider-Man. He loves Birdman. Not a chance in the world. I know him a little bit. Uh, I'm sort of his unofficial photographer. And that I officially photograph him. Uh, has he mentioned me? Yeah. Well, what did he say? He asked me what I thought about you. And what did he say? And what did you say? Tell me everything! I said, Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man's name, Spider-Man. <laughs> I said, the truth is, you know what you feel, except you know what kind of man you want to be. The great thing about MJ is when you look in her eyes, she's looking back in yours, there's just a certain blankness. <laughs> she feels she feels like she's someone who's been created just for you. Just to move your plot along. A real placeholder. You said that? Something like that, yeah. Harry arrives home. He hears mysterious goblin-like laughing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dad? Dad, is that you? I, I heard goblin-like laughing. Oh. Sorry, I was just I was watching these Def Jam comedy videos. Have you seen these things? I never realized why people were so damn funny. That's silly. I mean, they're mad. Yeah, you were right about MJ, Dad. You were right about everything. About the brooming, about white people, everything. She's in love with Peter. Parker? Yeah. And how does he feel about her? No, oh, he's loved her since the fourth grade. He pretends like he doesn't, but there's no one, there's no one Peter cares for more. Yep, someone were to spook her. I don't know what he'd do. Interesting, usable, usable. Later, Peter sits with Aunt May in the hospital. He phones Mary Jane. Come on, pick up. It goes to her answering machine. Hi, it's Mary Jane. I'm not here right now, but if you leave a message, I'll probably fall in love with you. <laughs> hey, MJ, are you there? Norman picks up the phone. I'm going to get you. Can Spider-Man come out to play? Oh, MJ, thank God. How are you doing? Wait! Where, where is she, Goblin? What have you done? Spider-Man meets Goblin on top of the Brooklyn Bridge. Goblin holds Mary Jane in one hand and a train full of children in the other. <laughs> Spider-Man! This is why only fools are heroes. Because you never know when some lunatic will come along with a sadistic, ridiculous choice. Let, let, the, let die the woman you love or suffer the little children. He drops them. We are who we choose to be. Now choose. Peter catches both of them. Ah, good. It's a good choice. Well, it's time to die. Green Goblin goes to kill Spider-Man, but is knocked out of the way at the last minute by a brick. He looks up to see a crowd of post-9-11 New Yorkers standing on the bridge. Nice glider! Did your husband get it for you? Oh, 
The goblin grabs Spider-Man and flies him into an abandoned building and knocks him to the ground. Misery, misery, misery. That's what you've chosen. Had you not been so selfish, your little girlfriend's death would have been quick and painless. Just ripped your face off like a band-aid. But now you've really pissed me off. I'm gonna finish her nice and slow. MJ and I, we're gonna have one hell of a time. I'm taking her to Alton Towers. See it all! The goblin goes to stab Spider-Man with his iconic three-pronged electric spike thing. Spider-Man grabs it real fast, then proceeds to beat the shit out of the green goblin, knocking off his mask. Peter, Peter, stop, stop, it's me. Mr. Osborne, what are you doing inside the green goblin? (laughs) Wait, you killed those people on the balcony. But the goblin killed them. I had nothing to do with it. It was the suit, the the, the suit was controlling me. Like Jackie Chan's The Tuxedo? <laughs> exactly, Peter. Exactly that. Don't, don't let him take me again, I beg you. Protect me. You tried to kill Mary Jane. You spooked Aunt May. <laughs> well, not you. I would never hurt you. Give me your hand. I've been like a father to you. Remember that time I said Harry told me you were a science whiz? <laughs> Be a son to me now. The goblin presses the only button on his wrist, which gives his glider the very specific instruction to hover quietly behind Spider-Man. I have a father. My uncle. Ben Parker. Peter desperately looks around for a pipe and a window that Green Goblin could trip over and fall out. Godspeed, Spider-Man. The glider flies towards Spider-Man, but he senses it with his glider sense. He does a kick-ass backflip, and the glider flies knives first into the Green Goblin's uh, bathing suit area. Peter. Ah, don't tell Harry. Uh, So much stuff not to tell Harry. Norman and the Green Goblin die at the exact same time. Meanwhile, later, at their funeral... I'm so sorry, Harry. I know what it's like to lose a father, uncle. I didn't lose him. He was stolen from me. And then he was returned, but dead. One day, Spider-Man will pay. I swear on all the weird goblin stuff I just inherited. Spider-Man will pay. Thank God for you, Peter. You're the least spidery man that I know. You know, you're the only family left that I have. You wouldn't be able to... You'd never climb up any walls on me. There, right, bye. <laughs> there's something I've been wanting to tell you, and I really feel my ex-boyfriend's father's funeral is the place to do it. When I was up there, and I thought I was going to die, there was only one person who I was thinking of. Me. I was thinking, who do I love now? And it wasn't who I thought it would be. It was, it was you. It was you, Pete. I kept thinking... I hope I make it through this so I can see Peter Parker's chubby, vacant face one more time. Really? Yeah, there's only one man who's always been there for me, who makes me feel like I'm more than I ever thought I could be, and that's 2002's Lance Armstrong. <laughs> but the truth is, I love you. I love you so much, Peter. It's just you and Lance. They kiss with both of them standing the right way up. <laughs> I want you to know that I always be there for you. We'll always be there to take care of you. I promise you that. I will always be your friend. Only a friend, Peter? That's all I have to give. I don't know, it's my first year of college. I'm really coming in my own here. <laughs> Peter walks off without saying goodbye. In his head, a cool monologue plays. Whatever life holds in store for me, I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. This is my gift, my curse. Who am I? I'm Sony Spider-Man. <laughs> the end. Hello, friends. This is Stephen from Dream Gun, and we have shows on sale in Dublin and London right now. We are home in Dublin this June the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of The Matrix, Jurassic Park, and Titanic at Smock Alley Theatre. Featuring the award-winning ensemble of Tony Cantwell, Ronan Carey, Stephen Culver, that's me, Finbar Doyle, Hannah Manless, Aaron McGathy, and Edwin Salmon. Uh, the show is at Smock Alley Theatre, and tickets are on sale right now. Head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. 
Meanwhile in London, we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins, but if you're in the future, it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets.